You're listening to the Women on the Run podcast. You're here with another episode of Women on the Run, and this is Candice, Maisha, and Whitney. And um, today we are going to talk about the five love languages, as well as our apology languages. So really quick, um, just a recap from last episode, we kind of... um, finalized and wrapped up mental health and I guess we'll just start off really quick did anybody have any feedback from last episode or any of the previous episodes that they want to share um I had a few um from a few friends that um really appreciated the topics that we touched on and then I had um one girlfriend text me this morning um about the relationships and how she does um, kind of like mimic her relationships based off of her relationship with her father in a sense of how he provides for their family and how um, like his way of how he raised them how what they should be looking for in a man so and it and it was it was really interesting because I know she is she turned forty last year, so it was surprising for me to actually hear someone not saying older, but in that age bracket that still had that mindset. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like you know you might have been like down the road and you know say okay this didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work. But I was uh, I was inter I was interested. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh Makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. You went? Um, everybody liked um, the mental health ones. A couple of people sent me some to be continued topics. Uh, I was going to talk to y'all about it anyway, but we might as well. Um, talking about, you know, how one was how to get a ring in, in a world full of bad bitches. Oh. Hmm. So. That's something for us to talk about. Um, and then a lot of people are very excited about the talking, what we're talking about tonight, the five love languages, because it seems like everybody who I know in a relationship is at that point where they're talking about the five love languages. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, cool, cool, I was cool. talking to the uh, <laughs> the person that I'm dating, and I actually did uh, make him take both of them. And then we had some some dialogue about it so I'm excited to talk about that that's cool well me personally I didn't have um any additional feedback than what I've already received um so I guess we can just kind of go into it so who wants to start us off today wait since you sound like you got energy don't you uh don't you start us off okay so as I stated um I took the five love languages pre-baby and post-baby and it's two different things pre-baby um it was words of affirmation tell me how good I'm doing I was all on my finishing my master's track you know I was on top of the world thinking I got my master's might have a good job blah 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 so now that I have a child and I'm also in school again it's like, forget telling me how good I'm doing. Help me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, please. 
And so my word, my my love language is uh, acts of service because <laughs> I need some help around here. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and um, I know we're going to talk about it, but I, I I did talk about it um with my guy, and then. He was just like, when I met you, you just seemed like you were just so exhausted. Like, he's just, you, without you telling me, like, I knew that you needed help. Like, and I just wanted to be the help for you because you're doing so much. Like, he said, sometimes I just want to tell you, sit down. And I actually practiced some self-care that was kind of forced on me. But I was like, I want to take a bath. And so he ran a bath and put candles and gave me some wine and shut the door. He was like, go be by yourself and be quiet because you need to just chill out so I really appreciate acts of service I never thought I would be that person because it made me feel like oh I'm not independent I'm not such a soldier mm-hmm. I can't do it by myself mm-hmm. child please help me you want to cook <laughs> sure <laughs> you want to play with the kids fine I don't care do what you need to do because I'm trying to finish this paper turn my brain off from every other thing I have going on in the world and sometimes I just want to not think about anything like I just want to just be mm-hmm. cool so so I guess let's um what did everybody what was their top score we know yours was access service what about you my mine um has been quality time Okay. Did you take it to... before and after, or did you like? Did you have? We, um, I felt like I did do it before, and it was acts of service. But I'm starting to notice like some some of it, and it's probably gonna sound like I'm being ungrateful. But some of the things that he would do, out that's not what I wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I, I like I wanted you to, okay. If I'm gonna cook, then you, you do the dishes, or but he would do something else. So then I just, I kind of felt like we were always at a like uphill battle because mm-hmm. he wasn't meeting me where I needed to be met, and then he was thinking like, well, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Um, but right now is definitely quality time. Um, it probably be physical touch, hmm. Most definitely. It's cute. Well, mine's have always been, I took it, um, I found my my results that I took, dang, what did it say? I think it said 2000, shoot, I want to say that said 2016, I, I looked at my email, um, but I took it the other day, and mine was access service as well, and Marcel's was physical touch, his top mm-hmm. was physical touch, and I think we had kind of talked about that. Last episode. So, um, Maisha, you kind of touched on it, I guess, already. But just thinking about what your um, what your love language is, do you feel like your spouse or a significant other is pouring into that love language? Like, do you feel like they're feeding into that love language? To, like, how do you feel? Like, are you receiving that or? Um, I feel like now, I feel like now he kind of recognizes it mm-hmm. because of, I guess, schedule wise and on the go and then like weekends with the shoots and everything. But, um, 
prior to no I just I really was feeling hopeless like this man does not get me did I make the right decision like all of these thoughts were going through my head like we're not compatible we are coming we came from two different backgrounds grew up completely different what brought us to where we are now um but it was ironically it was buddy that actually like bought the love languages up um a few weeks ago when he was reading the um things I wish I did before I got married and um he was you know telling me his love languages is acts of service and um gifts and I definitely knew that gifts was one of his I mean that's just something that his family does um not saying that I don't know it's just some families are different where you know this is how I show you that I love you is by getting you this and it it wasn't negative like I did this because I did this so I'm gonna give you something that you know coat your or you know pacify you at all but um I knew that that was, but when he said acts of service, I was like, oh, really? Hmm. But then I started to realize that he, and although he he was doing things that he felt like very proud, like, you know, I'm helping her out. I was just like, that's not what I wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Now we recognize where we are and we are building on it. Amen. Yeah. What about it? Yeah. Okay, so his is um words of affirmation. And before prior to him taking it, I kind of knew that. Um, because as y'all know, this is like a new thing. But just from our interactions, like I feel like a lot of men, I can't say a lot of men, but a lot of men that I know, um, they they want to be, they want to feel appreciated. And so I was happy that, you know, cause I like to use words. And so telling him like that, I appreciate the things that I, that he does and being able to convey or show him the appreciation by telling him these things or like writing him a message or speaking positivity or speaking life. To me, it seems as though, our love languages go hand in hand because I need him to do and he needs me to appreciate Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if his, if his love language was gifts, I don't really know if that would work because how I'm so turned off by gifts. Mm -hmm. So it's been working out and I I kind of figured that his it was words of affirmation before because when he responds much differently when I tell him like hey I appreciate you or you know whatever else I may say to him to speak positively um and he's not because he knows that I'm tired he probably wouldn't respond to me doing things for him so that's what I got from it so okay um, what about you? I don't know. Like, it's kind of funny because his is physical touch. Mine's and mine's just acts of service. And when I did mine, you know how it like showed you it ranked physical touch. Yeah, physical touch was the least for me. Um, so it was interesting. Um, 
Because I like in up until we did the test a couple years ago, I never thought like about that. So like mm-hmm. my sister-in-law would were having this. Actually, I had this conversation with one of my friends. She was the first person who introduced me um to it. I forgot how it came up because we were talking about something, and she was like, "Oh, you know, you should really." read that uh five love languages it's so good like it's amazing da, da, da. and then she had given me some information about it um my sister-in-law were talking one time and you know we somehow we got on some type of topic with her and her husband and i i remember what my friend was telling me about it so we kind of started to talk about it and i realized that we were both loving each other how we wanted to be loved you know what I'm saying but that wasn't what either one of us wanted and it wasn't until we understood um what each other wanted that we were able to come to a common ground because like for me physical touch I mean granted yeah you know when it's needed like I want to be touched but like that's not important to me like I need help I want like my next one was quality time where he's very touchy-feely and stuff like that so it like, I show affection, but I, I guess, I don't know, I'm just not, like, a super affectionate type, but I noticed that, like, he's made, like, he would make comments, like, dang, you didn't even kiss me when you came in, and I'd be like, but I said, I, like, you know what I mean, like, I didn't <laughs> yeah. think that it was a big deal, yeah. you know what I mean, like, yeah. but when I understood, when we took the test and we had this talk before, it was like, now that makes sense, you know what I mean, like, where to me... I'd rather you say, oh, you, you're coming in the door. Let me get your bags. And, oh, I got dinner already started. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I was looking at I wanted to be greeted when he's like, I just want a simple kiss. You know what I mean? So after we had that conversation, um, I was able to understand what he was needing. And he was able to understand what I was needing. But to be honest, our love languages were completely opposite, like on the total opposite um, end of the um, for each other. So this actually was helpful for our relationship. And we're still, like you said, Maisha, like we're still working on it. We're not perfect. But I think it was super important, especially for me anyway, to understand his love language. Um, Because again, like I was more so loving him how I wanted to be loved, doing things that, you know, I wanted him to do to me. That's what I was doing. And I'm not saying that we weren't connecting at that time, but it made a, a whole hell of a lot, you know, difference, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But, yeah, it made a difference when we figured out what each other liked. So, um, yeah, that was our observation with our love languages. I think, like, you brought up a valid, very important point point like when I've done when I work with couples um doing therapy and we talk about the love languages it's like you because it's what you're comfortable with and what you how you want to be loved it's like you may be trying to give him an example by doing for him Mm -hmm. but really you're speaking Spanish and he's speaking French because y'all are saying I love you but nobody understands Mm -hmm. because you're doing what you want to him to imitate and he's doing what he wants you to imitate so I think it's like an important conversation to be had yeah I I definitely agree I mean um I don't know you know I don't know 
what people do like because I know like people do like premarital counseling and stuff like that which I do think is necessary but I think um you know that would be something awesome I mean you should definitely know that while you're dating but you know when you when you're going into um such a major commitment like marriage that is I think that within the counseling like they need to touch on you know what I mean understanding because a lot of times well, I don't know if y- did y'all do premarital counseling in mine? Yeah, we Nobody? did. Yeah, and I don't know funny like, that, what y'all um, talk, touched on, but we didn't really talk about this. You know what I mean? It was more like biblical and, you know, it had some practical things, but like touch on this. And I think this would have been helpful to kind of go, you know, go into going into a marriage and stuff. Yeah. What were you about to say? I'm sorry. I think I was cutting he, No, I was just about to say that, um, Pastor Lee did mention that um, every day for like the the days leading up. And he, I mean, we were supposed to be doing like every day. He said, make sure that when you guys see each other, um, and I don't, I, I don't know if this is like one of his things that even if he if he did read the five love languages, but he said to make sure when we see each other, to um, you know, okay, right. I'm trying to describe where he told, oh, okay. If you were to, to go in and get somebody a massage and you like are in between their shoulder and neck, mm-hmm. you know, like that part of the your body, sh- mm-hmm. shoulder and neck, like, I think that's what I'm talking about. Um, That muscle right there. He said, just, just give your partner a little, like a little massage right there, like every day. Hmm. And I, when we, when he first said, first said it, I looked at Brian, I was like, well, this is stupid but now looking at my love language I'm like the physical touch I I appreciate that he told us that yeah we did it for probably like the first three days and then forgot about it but I mean like (laughs) I'm glad that he did that and that's something that did stick with me and the whole counseling because it was able it, it was a time for us to stop doing what we were doing whatever we were doing and actually, like, this is this is something that he told us to do. I'm not sure mm-hmm. why, but this is why. And now it makes sense that you do need to take some time out in your day mm-hmm. to make sure you and your spouse are connected. And I, I think that is what the message was. I might mm-hmm. be thinking too much. And I'm not thinking too deeply into it right now, but. At that no, point, that actually makes time, sense. you know, you're, you are connected with the person. You're on one of the most stressful parts of their body, especially when things are going on in life. For me, those are where my stresses go. And I start to tense up right there. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. okay. I get it that now. That was good. Yeah. That was good. That was definitely a good one to share. Cool. So it, what you got for us? Um, what about the five apology languages? Did you guys check that out? Yes. Yeah. And we actually, so um, for the listeners, my husband and I just celebrated six years. Happy congratulations! Thanks. We got over the hump. Um, my sister in law, when when we first got married, she was like, "Girl, the first years are going to be the hardest years of your marriage and if you guys can get through that you know what I mean you'll definitely not to say that you won't have problems 
but she was like, she honest. Someone told her that, and she realized it was the truth. And you know, she was like, you know, you just kind of go through that transition where like. It's just a lot, you know, and it's because most couples, if you think about it, I mean, some of them, it's before they get married. But if you just think about within the first five years, married couples normally are buying a house. They're having children, you know, mm-hmm. getting into their careers. It's just a lot of um, stressors that come into your relationship. And, you know, your move. Some people have already, like I said, might have already been living together or whatever. But, like, that's just the time you really, you don't really you don't know your spouse as much as you think you know your spouse and to like, you know, you're really into that those couple years. So I thank God that we made it past um, the five and we're Praise like the Lord. Six. Thank you, Jesus. And I will say it was a rough five years. Um, but anyway, I say all that to say we celebrated our anniversary and we um, went out to eat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Had a really good dinner and um a topic came up in discussion and I mean we talk all the time like he and I talk you know on the phone at work or talk when we get home but like when I sit and really think about it like we don't get to talk talk like deep like how you feel about this you know like we talk about things and you know I fill him in on things that happen and he tells me this but like we had like one of the dopest conversations that we've had in a long time and we actually talked about a situation that happened um, that was, it was a little bit hard on our relationship. Um, and just like, oh, the forgiveness and stuff like that. So this actually came up. Um, our apology languages, <clears throat> excuse me. And so mine were tied. My, my number ones were tied with accept responsibility and genuinely repent. Mm. Um, and so for me, you know, being sorry is cool. You know, I mean, like, I do want you to like be sorry, but to be honest, like, I want, especially in my intimate relationship, if I'm with a man, I want you to be a man, and I want you to own whatever it is that you did to hurt me and fix it. You know what I mean? That's just how I am. Um, and really, I think I'm like that with everybody, but especially in my intimate relationships. And so um, I just thought it was it was like a, a really good time because I had just taken the quiz, I think, that Friday and was reading into it. And like I said, I heard that on the podcast a couple of days prior, then I had the conversation and it was just a really it was a really good conversation. And I was it was interesting to take the, the test and to see that that's that like I kind of already knew that but to see like that's what my answers were was pretty dope so what was y'all I didn't get buddy to do the, this one but um I didn't get him to take it either we just okay. I just talked about it yeah it just this it came up in our conversation and I kind of just asked him questions okay. like my yeah mine is a genuinely repenting like I to me I can you can tell me I'm an actions person and I want to see mm-hmm. those things being done of what you said you were going to do. And when they're not, I feel like it's, it's bull. Like, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, don't keep telling me you're going to do something and then we're back into this same conversation because now you're just telling me stuff so I can, I, you're basically pacifying me so I don't say anything until 
the shit hits the fan again. Yeah. So, um, for me, it's definitely genuinely repentant because I know if I'm saying if I say I'm going to do something, I respect the same thing that if I'm gonna if I say I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it and not just say, oh, yeah, so that we can stop the conversation. Right. Because it's just a revolving door of, okay, but you said this last time. (sighs) Yeah. Cool. What what was your top? Okay, so we both took it and my top, our our top both was um, taking responsibility. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I, speaking for me, I feel that, um, I want someone to take responsibility because, or accept responsibility Mm -hmm. because if you don't, to me, if you're, if you're not, if you can't even tell me why you're apologizing, Mm -hmm. then how can you fix it? Mm -hmm. Like, how can you make the change or the first part of it of it is acceptance. So if you're not even accepting your fault in it, then how are you going to change it? So how to me is the behavior going to change if you don't even know what the behavior is? Mm-hmm. And so his was the same, but he had a lot to say. He said, "Make sure you share this." He said, "He said I really didn't like this. I don't think it was created." He was like, "I really, I don't think it was created." with having gender or ethnicity in mind. Hmm. Like, I think it's hmm. some questions were relationship killers for black men at this standpoint. So I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, he was talking about somebody told your secret to coworkers. What should they say? It's like, it's nothing you can say. I don't fuck with you no more. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, so pretty much. <laughs> but after, after I thought about it, like those things, pretty much if you do well I can't speak for all black people but I do know like if there's something that you really don't want told and you like listen I, this is a secret and then you break my trust with that secret like mm-hmm. you really not going to be trusting of that person anymore regardless of where y'all try to get back to you're always going to remember hey you told something that's really private to me another one of the questions um, that I thought about was uh, if your dad was giving you the silent treatment, what? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of that. Did kind of seem like a, I don't know. Didn't seem like a, um, a Wakanda problem. But <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I just, but that we both had accept responsibility. I think it's important that we know that. Um, he said that. So don't joke about this, y'all. Okay. But <laughs> we had an argument about tacos. <laughs> and huh. he was telling me, he was like, do you want tacos or a wrap? So I was like, what's the difference? Like, I am I need to know because I, I like soft tacos. So that's basically a wrap to me. So he was like, I mean, they're the same things. So what you want? And I'm like, okay. So that's how you had to say, like, I want soft tacos. So then he came back later and he was like, you know, you probably didn't know that there was a difference or that they were the same. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say I assume that you knew and I apologize. So 
after he took the test, he came back and he was like, I remember you telling me that you would rather somebody accept responsibility. So I went ahead and accepted my fault in it because I didn't want it to linger. Because I can be petty and I can hold on to an argument for a while and still be mad. But after he said that, I was cool. Well, so it's, it, it's I, I think this is helping. Like I said, this is still fresh and new for me. I mm-hmm. still haven't got into the acceptance of um, I accept that I'm with one person, but it's still scary. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, well, I think uh, going back to his point about the quiz and everything, and I do agree that some of the questions were kind of like, huh? Like, I don't get it. But I guess the point it was trying to make or what it was trying to do is just like, because, I mean, a lot of times when you think of forgiveness or you think of, like, apologies that matter, you think about people that mean something to you, like yeah. right. your family, your spouse. But, I mean, the reality of it is people do stuff to you all day, every day, whether they're, you know, a stranger. And so I guess it was touching more on, like, what could someone do or to make you maybe not you might not you still might not fuck with them at the end of the day but what would be acceptable enough if somebody did you wrong what would be acceptable an acceptable action Mm -hmm. or apology for them for you to be like okay cool I'm dropping it doesn't mean because you know I've learned this like big I um in church just because you accept somebody's apology or forgive someone does not necessarily mean that you still have to associate yourself with that person Mm -hmm. it's just the act of forgiving them and so there are certain things or there are certain ways that people can apologize to you that are acceptable and there are certain ways or things that people can do that you're like I don't accept your apology so I think that's more what it was not really um going deep like you know that deep into it I think it was more just like trying to pick different scenarios and relationships that you may interact with people on different levels and just trying to see where you where you fit in in that that realm and and when you talk about the different relationships I think that um I'm I'm still working on growing up in my relationship with God and my everything. I'm still working on that. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a perfect person, but there are certain things that a, that somebody at my job if they do it to me, I'm I'm good. Like you can accept responsibility, and I'm still not messing with you. But if it's like a family member who I love, or there's some type of obligation there, like. I will have I may be more open to it, but then then that's a double edged sword because it's a if it's a family member and you're supposed to be my support and you do something to me to really hurt me, it's like, but you're supposed to be my family. Cause I've been on that that end of the spectrum and it's like, you're supposed to be my family and this is what you did to me. Like I can't trust you anymore. So I'm still working on that because I've learned that and I'm learning that forgiveness is not for the other person, but it's for you mm-hmm. because I can't harbor on it or think about it because it's not doing anything to them. It's it's only messing up my day. So I'm, I'm still working on that. Yeah. And I um, think that's what this is like. It's basically trying to say like, 
when somebody wrongs you, basically, no, you may not get over it, but like, what is going to be settling in your heart for you to be able to start the first step of forgiving them Mm -hmm. or letting it go? So there's some people like that. I just want to hear, I'm sorry. Like, I'm pretty sure all of us on the phone have been cheated on. Perfect example, because it's probably one of the most common things that's Mm -hmm. hurtful and requires an apology. Yeah. Um, And you have different scenarios where some people, they just want, get like, they don't really need to hear I'm sorry. They just want the person to show them that they do love them. So that may be in gifts or whatever. Some people, they can be trying to do everything possible to, in their mind, fix it. You know, I'm staying home. I changed my number. I'm off Facebook, yada, 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 whatever it is. Person who was wronged, all they want is a genuine apology. All they want to hear is that person say, I'm sorry. Or they may just want to hear why, why did you do it? Or that I actually cheated. Like you can go to somebody with proof. I have screenshots. I have the girl saying that you were this place and this place and yada, yada, yada. And at the end of the day, they never own up to the fact that they cheated. They just, Mm -hmm. it just kind of lingers there for a while and it's forgotten. Mm -hmm. And that person that was wronged or hurt never really received any closure or any type of um apology you know what I mean so like they're that the way I look at it that's just like the different things like what is going to be settling in your soul when you get hurt by somebody and there is going to be different because I mean somebody's stealing your change out your change drawer and somebody cheating on you is going to be different so that's why I think some of the questions were different you're going to respond to certain people and situations differently but at the end of the day there you know for different scenarios there's going to be different things that you need and like me and Marcel talked about it and it was interesting so I told him I was like okay what if I cheated on you right and I cheated on you with your friend mm. oh, what would what would you what I know you wouldn't be okay I know you know it would take some healing we all know that but what would you expect for me to say? Would you be more like, I'm sorry? Would you want to hear I'm sorry first? Or would you want to hear, you know, I cheated on you because I wasn't getting the attention that I needed? And his response was, from me, he would want to hear I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. From his friend, he would want to know why, why, why would you, like, why would you do that? Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because, these are two people that you care about that have wronged you, but because of the relationship and the dynamic, you want, you accept two different apologies. Mm. So that was interesting. Cause I was yeah. like, hmm, I don't know. And um, I think, I don't know how, I, I don't know. I, I feel like for both, I would want to know why, why. like yeah. why, and then I'm sorry, but I, I thought it was interesting. I mean, that was his point of view. That's what he, you know, that was what he thought. So I don't know. Overall, I, it, I mean, you know, with most of these, most tasks like these, I mean, they're pretty general. I don't think that it's going to always tailor to, um, you know, everyone, the whole population. I think it's just a general like thing. But overall, I thought the test was interesting. I don't think it was 
um, the best test ever. I don't think it was the worst. I think it was just interesting. It gives you a different perspective. And it also, like you said, if anything, it it opens up dialogue between you and your spouse um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, just your friends or anything. Because sometimes just like saying, going back to the love language, some don't know. You don't, you only deal with people how you want to be dealt with. So you don't, that's the only perspective and spectrum that you have. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you don't even realize that people think differently than you and feel differently than you. And you won't really think like that until you have these type of conversations to know like, oh, like I wouldn't wouldn't have thought that Marcel would have just wanted to hear me say sorry first before I even, you know, like, because me personally, I want to know what's like, why? Why would you do that? So, you know, opening up that dialogue, um, I think it's helpful, you know, it's healthy and helpful for any relationship. So I think if anything, these type of quizzes and stuff, that's where I find the benefit in them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go over this with Buddy. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. yeah. So, anything else you want to share? Do y'all want to share a time that you feel like um, you were wronged and you know, maybe you either received the apology you wanted or you didn't receive the apology you wanted and how you dealt with it? Um, well, I... Go, go ahead, ahead Ma. Oh, okay. Um, just speaking on the whole cheated on thing. So, um, I had... I was dating this guy in high school and my family and I went away to Disney World. <laughs> and I guess that was his opportunity to just slide in to see what he can like where he can get at with my next neighbor who was one of my best friends um so I found all of this out and it's funny that you mentioned that you, you gave Marcel the um the scenario of cheating on you cheating on him with a friend so it's like I don't know what happened right mm-hmm. All I know is phone numbers were exchanged, which I'm like, why? You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and another one of the friends told me. So, you know, I can I asked the boyfriend first. Um, and of course he was he was clueless, like, what? I don't know. So dropped him. And then I just kind of waited because friend next door friend knew that I had known. So I was just waiting for her like come and say something to me and I think that that would be what the um accepting responsibility part of mm-hmm. the apology language right and that never happened so I, I had to like have this uncomfortable conversation with her and from there it just was like well I don't trust you I'm not talking to him anymore um and I kind of just cut both of them off. Like, relationships were just never the same because I was always kind of like, hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy because um, fast forward years later, um, I forgot how <laughs> how her buddy uh, met. Oh, no. Okay. One of the girls in the neighborhood um, went to high school with us. And so him and Buddy had, her and Buddy had got cool. And her um, friend and Buddy's neighbor 
boyfriend still or you know ex-friend and they were well he said they were trying to do a surprise party for my 21st birthday but I found um was it 21st no because I knew y'all then is that on y'all then I don't know 21st Um, I think it might have been the 19th birthday they were trying to throw a surprise party but I'm no I cannot handle those type of situations and I'm nosy so when I saw her phone number his phone oh my god why why is her phone number and then I had to kind of like break everything down and like tell him everything that happened because at first he was like, oh, I'm confused. Like, this isn't that your friend? <laughs> isn't that your friend? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why is her phone number in your phone? <laughs> but, yeah, just, you know, I just, you know, keep them at a distance, like you said, in church where you have to, you can forgive somebody, but you don't have to necessarily F with them no more like that. Yeah. But that's, that's what we are. Hmm. Yeah. You have a situation with yeah, um, man, I have which one you want, <laughs> but I was thinking, um, thinking about with cheating, um, with the guy I was dating in high school, and very similar, my who I thought to be a best friend, I found out that they were messing with each other while I was away at school trying to better myself. Mm. What, really? But you going to Disney, I went to college, like, really? But I still don't talk to her because when I asked why, I felt like you were lying. Like, it was circles. Like, mm-hmm. every everything you were saying to me didn't make sense. Like, it didn't satisfy me in the why you did it. Like, logically, there was, there was probably never going to be an answer that was good enough to satisfy my why mm-hmm. but she seemed very matter of fact about it and I was like I probably should punch you in your face but <laughs> this was over the phone and we haven't talked since then for him I have had conversations with him since then we're not like consistent communicators and we're not like we don't talk often but you know, I at first when he was lying, I he was just dead to me. But he came out and was very it seemed sincere and was just like, you know, I did it because I wanted to get back at you because you was at school and I thought you was talking to other guys in college. So to me, although it still was illogical that you went and messed with my best friend. Mm-hmm. It made he, sense to me. Yeah, like, he like accepted, he accepted responsibility. It. So it wasn't like he was trying to defer anymore, make excuses. He was like, I was just basically being petty. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have forgiven him, but I, I did forget it. Mm-hmm. Like I, it still stings. You know, like to know that. Basically, I lost two th- two people to that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least you know, even though it took him some years, he still come out and said, "Hey, I was wrong." Hmm. So, yeah. Hmm. For me, oh God, I'm with you with. I got too many, but I guess one that um. 
I'm one that I can share um, with cheated, being cheated on. Um, and I'm pretty sure y'all remember. Maisha, I know she remembers today. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, not to go too into detail about the particular day, but um, just to give the listeners uh, like just kind of some background. So I was dating this guy. Um, Went to work that day with my friend Maisha. <laughs> um, I used to be a tutor, and a girl came, approached me, you know, and basically was like, "Oh, are you such and such girl?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And so she proceeds. So, mind you, that summer, it, school had just kind of started back up. Probably had a month into school or so. Mm-hmm. And that summer, I had did an internship out in Richmond, so you know, um, I wasn't really around. Because, you know, we went to school, for those who don't know, we went to school in North State. Whoop, whoop. In North Carolina. Hey. Behold. Behold. This past weekend. Super lit. Seen the pics. Everything looked really fun. But, yeah, so I was in Richmond. So, you know, um, and he was back in Norfolk. And, um, you know, didn't really see him much. Talked to him. Came, you know, visited a couple of times. So, anyway, I'm, you know, at work pretty much just signing in stealing hours to be honest because i think i was like signing in and then me and Maisha were gonna leave <laughs> and girl um, the statute of limitations might not be over oh shoot yeah girl <laughs> i was just saying we were just gonna go get some chick-fil-a and come right back um <laughs> anyway whitney so um the girl comes up to me anyway she's like yeah you know um i just wanted you to know that you know me and him been messing and you know, I've been in his room. I seen your clothes. Like just <laughs> telling me, just basic side chick. I mean, like, yo, like she was proud. Like, exactly. Like <laughs> literally laid out Dumb. everything. Like I've been in his room. I seen your shoes under the bed. I saw your this on, like your body. Like yo, like like did I want to be you? Like you're literally telling I, me. I tried on your. I tried on your. Clothes. I mean, that's what it felt like. Like <laughs> you really are sitting here telling me, like you seen you dumb my bitch. personal, like telling me where you saw it. So I'm like, where? Like, oh, okay, you know, trying to play it cool. Mm-mm. Um, boiling inside, <laughs> boiling. Like you know that Hot. feeling when your yes. heart like is in yes, your throat. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm facing this girl who looks so proud, like to tell me that she's been with my boyfriend. I can't like fold. So I'm just like, oh, okay, like that's what's up. Oh, you know, okay, thanks for the information. Did the shoes fit, sis? Yeah, you know, just trying to play it cool, whatever, go back. Um, this is this part of the story is really just for y'all's entertainment because this is not even like what I, I want to get to. But anyway, it's just fun because it's always a fun memory um, for Maisha. <laughs> so I talked to so me and Maisha. I, I had to call reinforcement listening. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, the way our school was, you know, but like he lived in like the um, apartments, like the suites of the thing. So we're in student union. I'm like, my, like, let's just go over there real quick. You know, I'm just, I was like, you know, I'm gonna play it cool. Now, mind you, y'all, like, I'm a little bit ratchet, if y'all can't tell. Whitney is too. Maisha, what? Really, I gotta throw you under the bus because you already know. <laughs> Maisha, so for us, for me and Whitney, the ratchets and, you know, our, our SFAM crew, we a little bit rowdy. Maisha is, you know, what? more mild tempered. Whitney, stop. Like, for real. I was like the Okay, anyway, Maisha mm-hmm. was really mild, you know, tempered. Just our super classy friend, you know, like, 
you know, introduced most of us to wine, like just real classy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just classy. So when you're around Maisha, like you're classy. So I'm like, you know, Maisha, like, you know, I'm not even gonna like I'm not she was be off for this. Wait, she was Wasn't I talking just out. like I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna be so just gonna like go get my stuff <laughs> and we're gonna leave. Like we're gonna leave. And so she's like, okay, you know, whatever. So <laughs> I just needed, remember statute of limitations. So I just needed her to go with me. Like I just so I had to talk her into this. I had to talk myself into <laughs> it. But anyway, we get to the door, his roommate opens the door. Mm-mm. So you walk into the room, you know, you walk Mm-mm. in. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thanks. Like you let me in, boom. So he know like we had a routine, you know what I'm saying? After class, I come, you know, he he knows I'm coming, basically. So he sleeps. And you know, knock on the door, knock on the door, knock, 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 knock. He opens the door like real quick, you know, because he knows me, unlocks it, jumps back in that bed. And y'all, I Mm. just saw red. Like, (laughs) I went, (laughs) y'all would have thought I was Layla the way I was just like, dumb like anyway but anyway I just always like to tell that story because my Isha was so scared and she had to call Whitney like come get your friend like <laughs> while in his room oh, wait. his room are coming out the room. and I had to sit in I'm sitting in the living room like I'm not even sitting I'm standing like his roommate is like what's going on <laughs> and I'm like I don't know. <laughs> and now, I'm in the administrative building across campus in financial aid working at my work study. I was actually working. <laughs> I'm like, what you want me to do? What? What's happening? Get here now. I'm talking about running, y'all. I got asthma. I'm running across the campus. Like, what the hell is going on? He's he, he, he calling me for help. Man, I can't save you. <laughs> uh, no. When I get there, she trying to act like she cool again. Fixing her hair. Then, talking about, you ready to go? Bitch, <laughs> are you ready to go? <laughs> But anyway, y'all, so with all that being said, now, mind you, going back, all jokes aside, though, but going back, like, this girl has told me everything. She told me she, you know, she know where he worked, you know, they don't, like, she's telling me, like, basically, she's, she was me for that summer. Like, she's telling me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was at his job. Yeah, I seen when you call, like, I had his phone. And I'm like, mind you, when I, when we're together, this thing, like, his shit on triple lock. Like, I couldn't even use a calculator on his damn phone. It was super <laughs> locked, like, at all times. So I'm like, mm. you let, like, you're in his phone. So I was hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was really, really hurt. And we went through it, you know, and, you know, not for nothing, we did actually get back together. But my issue with his and I'm putting air quotes up, apology is he never accepted responsibility. And um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, I know, like, you know what I'm saying? And, get, you know, some of y'all are like, why did you go back? And trust me, I say the same thing, sis. Like, I was 21. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was, didn't know any better. But just looking back, like, when you think of, like, apology, like, I never received that, ex- like, just ex- be a man like tell me this is what it is and you 
did it because I was gone. You know what I mean? Like, or I wasn't there for, I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like that just really didn't bother me. And to be honest, like we dated probably about, uh, I think like one more year after that. I don't know. But we, we, I mean, we were always, we, we had a toxic relationship anyway, but it just never was right after that because I just lost respect. And I feel like mm-hmm. once you lose respect for someone, and I feel like the easiest way to lose respect for me is when you are not, like, own up to your shit. Like, if you was, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you was with this chick, like, tell me. I mean, granted, the way I was, you know, wailing on him, he might have been scared to tell me at that mm-hmm. moment. But, yeah, you know... But you know, like after the fact, like you know, I just wanted that moment where you're just like, I'm. This is what it is, and I'm sorry, I did it. And, you know, what and I mean? to be to be just completely transparent, let 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 that let it, let him say that. Let him say, yeah, this is what I did. Blah blah blah. Da da da. da. Now what? You probably gonna be sitting there looking dumb because you're like, okay, well, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and I guess that's what the problem, like, because I hear this so many my friend Boo always talk about this, like, dudes always want you to be, feel like you crazy, like, girl, you know what I'm saying? And it, and I think some of it comes oh, from the fact, though, that, like, nigga, you just won't say you did it, like, just say it, mm-hmm. and you, because we know it's almost like a like a sick like you making me feel like I'm stupid. Yeah, like but it's almost yeah. like a sick like obsession. Like now I'm gonna prove you wrong because I know you fucking cheated. I I got mm-hmm. like you're not gonna have me out here looking stupid. So then you become like obsessed, like yeah, trying to like prove them wrong. Which all of this that I'm saying, please know this is completely unhealthy behavior. Like I'm not saying it's healthy <laughs> for a relationship. But I'm just saying like that's why certain women like men be like man she crazy it's because you made her this way because you made her crazy. yeah like you mm-hmm. you know like she knows the truth and granted again because i gotta keep saying this because i felt like when we put up the thing about like your crazy points you know there were some people who were just like oh it's not <laughs> worth it you know and i get it like that's the complete mature thing Sis. to Sis. say and do and i get it like but everybody, you know, doesn't grow up right away. You know what I'm saying? It takes Sis, some time. <laughs> you lying if you sit here saying you ain't never been in no man phone. You ain't like, come on now. Yeah. But you're not, like, you may not be there now. You may have been mature, but you ain't been mature all your life. So, yeah. I and so that's nothing else to say about that. That just like, um, yeah, you know, it's just like, let's, it, I can see why, like, women. It's going crazy because it's like you you do you become obsessed with just trying to prove them wrong like at that point in time you so checked out you really don't even give a fuck about this nigga like you just like are stuck with that like I'm gonna prove you wrong because I you I got me on here at looking on crazy and I know I'm not crazy like I know you're messing around and yeah. so it becomes this unhealthy um obsession you know and a lot of women mm-hmm. um, unfortunately fall subject to it and you mm-hmm. just start going crazy. And I know I did because my ass is on some other stuff. But because yeah, that's how belts get pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> um, is there, oh, let me really quick. Is there a time flipping it that y'all have been in the wrong? It doesn't have to be cheating. doesn't have oh, to be girl. to a friend <laughs> or anything. And you felt like maybe, um, Either 
you felt like you gave a sincere apology and they didn't accept it or you know that you didn't give an apology like you didn't give a sincere apology and you like kind of regret it now is there a situation mm. that you can think of hold on y'all done started eating the dinner that I'm trying to make for tomorrow but <laughs> now you now you gotta turn the mirror on yourself mm-hmm. there was one night do y'all I don't know if y'all remember Picasso's in Virginia Beach Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds familiar. So, my friend and I were there. Club had let out. Um, Buddy and I had probably been in a relationship maybe like a year or so. I don't know. It might have been early, like, like some months too. I don't remember. But um, I was trying to get this boy's phone number. <laughs> and the girl I'm not even gonna lie and I lied to him about it the girl I was with she knew him she like grew up with him so I was like um yeah like put me on type of situation Being hot. and girl phones is out my phone was out I was in the passenger side I'm weak the guy phone was out and buddy just <laughs> I was like Oh, um, hey, <laughs> He was like, "Why your phone out?" I was like, "What?" At this what? <laughs> what? I was so confused. Like, I don't know what you talking about. He was like, "Maisha, why is your phone out?" But the guy already he already went away. He probably like this girl crazy. She got <laughs> issues. <laughs> but that was one time that I did not accept responsibility and I lied. And we <laughs> we we can joke about it now, but. I lied that night. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Wit? Wit? <laughs> <laughs> Is she still there? Uh, so, I'm going to talk about mine. Um, <laughs> I'm at a lost wit for a second, y'all. Um... I remember one time, actually, with this was like early on with that same boyfriend, but we weren't really together yet. We mm-hmm. were just kind of, you know, starting the whole little jump. And I just remember um, I was me- messing with this basketball player in the same dorm uh-uh. as him. And I'm out there talking yeah. to, yeah, I'm out there talking to the basketball dude. You know what I'm saying? We out there chilling. And then, no, 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 actually, I lied. I was out there talking to him. Okay. And the basketball, and the basketball guy came. Rolls up with his friend. And he's like, a, you know, he a northerner. You know, so he's like, oh, word? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, huh? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. And we're out there and, like, it wasn't even, like, a situation where, like, I was just out there talking. Like, I think I was, like, booed up. And then, like, Wit was out there. But, like, I was clearly booed up. So, it wasn't even, like, I could play it off. And so, now he's, like, oh, word. So, then the other dude, you know, who ends up being my boyfriend is, like, oh, word. <laughs> like, and I'm, like, what? <laughs> I started crying. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Like remember, like they both Wait, being like, they "Yo, I'm crying." Like 
I mean, like it was well, the the basketball dude was she just like it's not on here because she <laughs> said I bet that. <laughs> Wait, iPad about hell? to die, so we gotta wrap it up. Soon. <laughs> I think it died. <laughs> we gonna have to finish the show. Um, just us two. Okay, so let's wait. Okay. <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What do they say when you start so, crying? No. Look. So the basketball dude was just like, "Oh, that's what we doing though." Oh, okay. Like, you know, like you know how Northerners are. Yeah. Like, so, so he was like on some like, oh, like. F you like you know what I mean like yeah. but of course I'm like but I still want to talk to you so <laughs> but I couldn't chase him because I'm sitting here with him oh so I'm God. like and so then when he <laughs> leaves then he's like oh so you like you know what I'm saying like he's going and I'm like I I'm just don't know what to do and I just started crying <laughs> crying I was hoping that was gonna get me out but I never mm-hmm. apologized I never owned it like that's funny now that yeah. I think about it because I'm like I wanted him to own it but mind you we weren't together like this yeah, was, was like different. early yeah we were just um oh, she said she <laughs> can hear, hear you. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I can't hear wait are we gonna edit this out because <laughs> No, no, keep it in here. She said, <laughs> I'm, yelling. I'm, <laughs> I'm yelling. I'm <laughs> yelling. I can't. I got tears. But yeah. In my home, the dad too. <laughs> All right, y'all. I was in there when you started. <laughs> oh, she said, I was there when you started crying. Yeah, I know you were with. Look, we got to translate for Whitney. <laughs> So yeah, Whitney was there. I was crying. I was so caught, y'all. Like I just didn't know what to do. I didn't real uh, caught. I didn't. I couldn't think. It's anything. funny though. Like you okay, both of us both got caught. Yeah, and, and then like, accept <laughs> responsibility. Like <laughs> look, your hands. But are you red. better. But you better tell me. Yeah, you, better, you know what I'm saying. It's funny. That we mm-hmm. But hey, we're growing. We're learning. Um, I think this episode is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We lost um, one. Well, she's on take. <laughs> anything you want to say? <laughs> Whitney, anything you want us to say? She's Y'all, saying. we got to wait for her to text back. <laughs> <laughs> she laughing. She said, that's the crap face. Laughing. <laughs> I had a whole scenario, too. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so what are we gonna do, y'all? We're gonna end it now, right? We'll end it now, and then and then do, we're gonna um, add. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's saying part two. We'll end it now, and then we'll <laughs> we'll come back, y'all. As y'all can see, this is like real bootleg, but just stick yeah. with us, y'all. It's fun. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thanks and, for listening. Um, we'll check back in next week. Talk to you later. Toodles. Later. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Women on the Run podcast. Make sure you subscribe and share.